Welcome to Rudy Radio with Russ. I sewed each one of those sequins on there one at a time. I didn't have a sewing machine then. You know, it seemed like a cool, hip thing to do. If I may use those words. Darcy. Let's set the scene, though. Um, it's not the 80s. You know, those eight-year-old hangovers, they're the worst. You know, they get better with age. Nonsense. Home sweet home, oh. Oh, 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 oh. She found me in the kitchen, so she told me. Butt naked. How long have you been sitting on that one? Rudy Radio, 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 Radio. Maybe you're ready. <sighs> oh, my. TV. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope you're leaving that in. <laughs> okay. That was whacked. Okay. Oh, just a second. I have to change the station, too. I'm, uh, what do you call it? It's on American Idol, and it's the, the last performances. So I just want to put it on the station so I can always just rewind it once we're done, you know? And I can see the, the very last song. So there it is. Well, you better not be watching it while this is going no. on. Because the, the, uh, the picture doesn't move. Oh, you put it on pause, I guess. Yeah, on pause. Yeah, so I just rewind it. All right, are we ready? <laughs> oh, my stars. It's Rudy Radio, episode 47 in the sweltering heat in Montreal, and this is Russell, Spock, Wharf, and Data. <laughs> and in Toronto, also in, in a lot of heat. This is Darcy. Yeah, man, it's a roaster. I'll take it. I'd rather it too warm than too cold. Uh, too cold. Too warm than too cold. Are you going to start you know? manhandling your microphone again? What's going on? Oh, yeah, it just, uh, I, you see the, take you know, the, get it, get it, set it, set it yep. properly. What had happened is that I didn't clip the the little majiggy on my uh, on my shirt. The little majiggy, yes. The little majiggy on my shirt for the sound <laughs> and cutting off the mic, and I yanked the cord. Sorry, I need uh, a, I need a Russell to English dictionary. What's a majiggy? It's, it's the, the majiggy is the thing where the sound volume is and uh, the mic switches on the wire itself. All right, right. Okay, I remember uh, Will Smith. I think wrote a song about that. Yeah, getting that's it. Get majiggy with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. So I just snagged the cable, which is not a good thing because this is brand new, you know. So I just have to be a little more careful. But I store it in the box. Oh, I don't good. leave it on the coffee table. I st- totally store it in the box. After one of the cats ate the sponge off the mouthpiece of the last set, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, it's just not a good. It's not a good thing. So I'm thinking, okay, I got to hide this away. And they're all they're all sprawled right out. In the seat, I'm telling you, I got the fan on. I'm sitting right below it. Wharf is on top of my new table, which is actually my new sewing machine. Oh, yeah, right. Sprawled, sprawled right out. Tell us more about this. You, you sent me a oh. picture earlier in the week. It looks antique. How old it is it? antique. I don't know. I haven't found out, but I, uh, I try to find the date inside the user the user's manual. They even threw that out with it really? in a box. Of, yeah, a box of great accessories. Uh, the only thing that's wrong was uh, wrong with it is that the belt. Uh, there's no belt, but it's this old thing, and I'm thinking it must be at least 1948, 1950, early 50s, late really? 40s. Yeah, I think it's that old. It's beautiful. I mean, it's uh, made by Singer, uh-huh. and uh, it's uh, you know folds into the table. And the, I mean, the wood itself, uh, the case, uh, the wood table that it comes in isn't even banged up. You know, so it uh, it works. Even the light bulb works on it. It just needs a new belt, and I can make one of those out of that you know out of elastic, uh, like you put in your underwear. <laughs> I'll make one of not the rubber elastics. <laughs> How long does know? it have to be? Uh, it's probably uh, maybe ten inches in diameter. This thing. So what I'll do? Okay, I'll just take, I was going to say like use like a Livestrong, like one of those armbands. 
Can you imagine? <laughs> so I won't. I won't do that. I'll just take uh, you know that elastic you can buy in the you know in the straps and wrap it around the, the pulley and the wheel, the sewing machine uh, spindle wheel, twice, and then tie a knot, and that should hold, that should hold it. So you don't actually have the old belt. No, no, that's the only thing that was missing. And whoever threw it out, they threw it out as if they wanted me or someone else to take it because it wasn't lying down. It was standing up on all four legs. It wasn't dirty, and they had the manual on top of it and the accessories that come with it. Needles. I've got great little devices to feed fabric through to make perfect hems and pants. So how long did it stay on the curb before you took it? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it was there long because when I went out to let the cats out in the morning so they get the, the funk blown off them because they walk around, crawl around on the carpet. And my feet are funky, I know. You know. So I thought, okay, let me let the cats out, let the funk blow off of them. And it's right next door to me and I didn't see it there. Okay, but so later on I saw it and I said, oh, got to get that before it's gone. You don't so think I, that they uh, were like taking it to auction or giving it to somebody else and they put it to the curb and went, oh, wait, I forgot the belt and then ran inside. <laughs> <laughs> when they well, came out, they it did. was gone. <laughs> and I'm that fast. I'm telling you, I'm that fast. If they did, it's too late, and I'm not saying anything. You know, if there's any signs up saying missing one antique sewing machine, I'm not. Uh, I'm not answering it. I'm not calling just, the number. <laughs> just put a sign below. It says wanted one sewing machine belt. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for for one antique sewing machine. <laughs> Could you imagine? But I had a good little chat uh, with my neighbor just uh, opposite me there, who has the same ground apartment, just the next building up. And this thing was in front of him, and I, I asked him. They were having a barbecue, some burgers and such. Didn't give me a burger, but anyway, I thought, uh, you know, it might you have been him. getting involved with that again, with your with neighbors giving you food. Food, you know oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? You're absolutely right. I take that back. I'm glad he didn't give me a burger. <laughs> but I, I told, asked him about the sewing machine, and he said it wasn't his. So uh, I said, okay, fine. It's mine now. And I said, I could probably fix it. You know, a couple whacks with a hammer here, a couple flicks there, jiggle some cables, and who knows? I didn't have to do any of that. You know, it does need a new uh, cable or new, you know, plug. Right. You know, it needs a new plug. But geez, how old is the thing? And I mean, what has happened is that the wire itself is just disintegrated. It's so old, it's cracking up, and you can see that uh, you can see the exposed wire. Uh, you know, underneath the, or with, you know, the, the exposed wires uh, because it's cracked away in some places. But I mean, there hasn't been any shorts. It hasn't been plugged in and, psh, psh, you know, nothing like that has ever taken place. It's just old and uh, it sounds somebody. Like it's, it's ready to start it. a fire. Well, I'm not going to plug it in. No, I'm not going to plug it in unless it, uh, it, uh, I put a new cord on it. And the, that cord is just for the pedal. Uh, the, it's got a leg pedal, so you press your – it goes on the right side of the machine, so you move – it's not on the ground, for example. It's this thing that presses up against your knee, and you move your right knee over oh, toward really? one of the legs. Yeah, it's unique. And uh, out on the other side of that, there are two outlets, one that plugs in the motor of the machine and one that plugs in the light. So it's really a, a rather unique uh, setup. So the cable that needs to be replaced is just for that pedal control. Uh, when I tested it, I took an extension cord and unplugged the two from that and plugged in the light. Looked, pushed the switch, on came the light. It's very golden color, but time will do that. Uh, the, the color of the light is very yellow. It's like nicotine. And uh, the cable. It's nicotine, yes. Yeah, you know, and uh, you never know, you know. I paint it my mom's room. That's it, it's tar, covered in tar. It won't be nicotine right, you know. And uh, the machine motor hums like, uh, yeah, nothing, no problem at all. It, no smoke came from it. Not even any dust came out of it. Yeah, and that, that smell of old, you know, burning, you know, uh, electricity and nothing. It, uh, I look forward to using it. 
Mind you, and I got a lot of projects, as we all know. Yes, we all know that. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> red, though. I'm going to throw some <laughs> pictures up uh, that we can put in the show notes at rudyradio.com. I would love to do that. I'd be glad to send a picture, a pic or two of that machine. It's beautiful. It is a work of art. And actually, you know what I'll have to do? I'll have to go back to the email that I sent you and resend them and just send it over again because that's, I think I flushed them off my camera. All right. Well, it's, and if you've sent them to me, I still have it. So don't worry about it. I'll find them. Oh, well, fine then. <laughs> I won't send any pictures. I wait a moment. <laughs> I do have a few pictures I could send. I could send. Well, send away. Okay. Well, don't you want to know what they are? They could have nothing to do with Rudy Radio. Well, then why would you tell me on air? Well, I mean, they, they could have something to do with Rudy Radio, but you have to know what they are. <laughs> I'm just not going to send you some, okay, a picture of the steps outside of the building, for example, unless, of course, Rudy was on them. But you may want to know, why, why, what are these other pictures? So I was hoping you would say, what other pictures are you talking about? You're going to tell me about your lobsters, right? <laughs> yeah! Lobster before, fest. Before you get to that, before you get to your lobster story, I just want to play you a little sound clip I isolated from a podcast I was listening to this week. Uh, the podcast called Comedy and Everything Else. Okay. Um, I think it was episode 92 this week. Anyway, oh, maybe I'll put a link in the show notes to that. It episode just, uh, 92. I just heard this tiny little clip of audio and went, oh, wow, that's 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 perfect. I'm just going to clip that out and I'm going to play it for Russell. Here it is. She travels yeah, with a young gay man who takes care of her. <laughs> Russ, let's hear it. Russell, he's been my... Thank you, Russell. And he's always, he's always right there with the, fixing her dress. I want my own Russell. Yeah. Who doesn't want their own Russell? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't want their own Russell? <laughs> that's outrageous. That's outrageous. Thank you. That's, that's, who doesn't want their own Russell? Good Lord. You know what? Russell, I'm tired of me. <laughs> that's, wow, that's, that's cute. I thought Jeez. it was. Anyway. Episode 92 of what? What was the name of that podcast? Uh, comedy and everything else. Everything else. Chatterboxes, episode 92. Jeez, they've been busy. <laughs> Doesn't want their own Russell. That's <laughs> it makes me want to go home. I'm sure there's a lot more people in Halifax that want their own Russell than, than here. People, <laughs> I need you to call me. <laughs> Just to say hello. Or at least uh, send us a little bit of uh, feedback on the uh, the Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, I'd like that very much. It's always nice to hear from I mean, from just, our people. Just a ping. Just let us know you listened to the episode. Hey, even if you thought it was you can shit. Vote for it. <laughs> That's it. Russell, shut up. We're tired of you. Yes. That, that we don't want our own Russell. <laughs> there we go. We've been getting more of you than we can stand. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, so please feel free to leave a message on the webpage at Facebook, or yeah, our page at Facebook, or I mean, vote for us on what's that uh, podcast vote place? Podcastvoteplace.com. No, it's <laughs> podcastalley.com. <laughs> podcastalley.com. But there is a link over at rudyradio.com where you can do that. Um, but the best thing you can do is, is tell people about the show. That's that's yeah. that's how you can help us the most. Um, so go on, uh, lobsters at a, a low low price. Yes, and I'm a, I'm a seafood nut. And so I like all seafood advantage except of the bargain, crabs. Right? Yes. Yeah, you know everything except the crabs. It uh, four dollars and eighty eight cents per pound. Lobster was four dollars and eighty eight cents per pound. So I I had my fill. And your fill is how many? Well, since I started buying them, and I mean I haven't bought any more. I actually bought twenty six lobsters. What? I know, Darcy, and I ate them all. I didn't give any away. My aunt and uncle came to visit, but we couldn't hook up for the dinner. So I had two for each of them, so that's four. And I bought four for myself, you know, just so I could snack on while I was waiting for them to come over. And, you know, right. and just it didn't this work. Down. Okay, so there's eight. I know. Well, and I, 
when the fir- when I first when the sale first broke, I bought five. Oh, before and then, you bought the eight. Yeah, before I bought the eight, and then I bought five more because it was Mother's Day. Okay, up seventeen now. Yeah, uh, and then at Loblaws just recently, the the sale switched from uh, the Metro Grocery Store, uh, and uh, they had it at Loblaws, and I bought six. <laughs> I, I bought six from them. It go. was just so it was wow. so ridiculously inexpensive, you know. I said, "What the hell?" But once I realized how many I actually had, I thought this is outrageous. No, no, you know, and my cats. Yeah, yeah, right. it is outrageous. My cats. Uh, you know, I shared it with my cats, but geez, they eat it. They eat. Oh yeah, everyone except Data, of course. Worf and Spock eat it. I don't even think Spock. Uh, Spock smells it. You know, she just sees me eating something. Hmm, I want it. And I mean, it's, it's in her mouth. I don't think she chews it. And then, you know, Worf eats it too, but occasionally she'll play with it and bat it all around the, the chair to get her own hair on it first before she eats it. But yeah, Spock and Worf eat lobster. Data, nothing. Well, t- uh, tell me this. Do you eat everything? Almost everything. The green stuff? You wonder about stuff? that goopy green. Oh, yeah. I take my fingers and <laughs> stick right in there, and yeah, it's good. So what don't you eat then? Well, the, the, the bones, the shell, you know, the skeleton, <laughs> the exoskeleton. I don't eat that. Okay. okay. And that thing inside the head that they call the lady, I believe, with the, the lobster brain. I don't eat that. What does that look like? It's it's ugly. It's sort of it looks like something off an alien. It looks like a head that you'd see on Star Trek from an alien species. It, so it's not the greeny stuff. No, that stuff surrounds it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that stuff surrounds it. So you like you break off uh, I don't uh, when you pull the shell. Yeah, I don't get nowhere near that. So. Oh, you don't eat the body at all. I will <laughs> eat. I mean, now to tell you the truth, I, I never ate lobster as a kid. I only started eating it the last few years. Okay. And uh, I just didn't like it, and uh, I think my parents said, that's fine, because, you know, lobster's expensive, so it's right. better that he doesn't like it. No, he don't like it, Des. No, no, no. It's, yeah, we you're save right. thousands. <laughs> we save a lot of money. Let's get that new TV. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get that but I, Last few years, I've been having it at my in-laws, and uh, it started off with me just having, like, the claws. Claws and the tail, you know, too? Or one claw. And so now I'm into, yeah, I'll also eat the tail, because at first, now the tail, the texture was too tough. It was... Uh, uh, and it was just, I didn't have the technique to get into it, you know, like. You it's have to a be somewhat of, of a savage. You <laughs> have to be savage. somewhat of a savage. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's not graceful at all. Je suis occupé, monsieur. Quoi? Mais pourquoi? Merci, mais pourquoi? Okay, merci beaucoup. C'est bien précié, là. Ah, c'est très, c'est vraiment gentil. Merci beaucoup. Ah, la grenouille est dans la bibliothèque. <laughs> my neighbor was telling me that he washed my windows. He washed his car, and yeah. he saw that my windows were dirty, so he washed my windows. And you should say, yeah, I got a friggin' flood in my kitchen. What are you going to do about that? Yeah, thanks a lot, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you drowned the plants on the window ledge. Didn't you see them? <laughs> yeah, okay, so look at that. He washed the windows. Now there'll be a whole bunch of stri- strikes, or streaks of them from the water running down, you know? They won't be. <laughs> the dirt covered the windows nice and evenly. Now there's got to be streaks, vertical streaks, because he didn't take a brush to them, I don't, can't imagine. Yeah, right. But hey, monsieur, in squeegee, s'il vous plaît. Yeah, you're not finished. Wow, that's kind of wild, though. He... Uh, Washed my windows, jeez. Right here live on Rudy Radio. Oh, there you go. We got interrupted by the French. <laughs> and so actually, you know, he's not... You eat, a, eat a, 
an obscene amount of uh, of lobster. Yeah, an absolutely obscene amount of lobster. And I mean, it didn't help because my hands are in bad shape, you know. But I mean, I t- it's savage well, tearing true. that thing it, apart. It, yeah, it requires a lot of uh, uh, manual manipulation to uh, get oh. into it. That's and I leave nothing. I leave nothing in there. I'm telling you, I'm sticking my jam my fingers down in between all those ribs, getting all that meat out of there. <laughs> I, got, I learned a nice little nice little trick uh, online actually about how to get the 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 lobster cl- uh, claws to break to get the meat out of the claws. From Rob Stokes, I learned that you lay it on the f- kitchen counter, put a towel on it, yeah. and then you take your fist, you know, like the fawns in his thumbs up position, you know, <laughs> but you leave your th- you put your thumb down, you don't extend your thumb, and you okay. just do like a hiya. And you take your, your fist and you smash down on the lobster claw and pull it back really quickly, you know, just so to sting it. And like, like, like uh, ninjas break bricks, that sort of thing. But you pull back what? at the moment you hit it. And uh, yeah, and it right. shatters the shell. But if you don't have towel over it, you get that spray. But what I learned on the internet, people, you can learn things online. Yeah, I have a big knife. You can take a French knife, but I have a cleaver. And you stand the shell. You hold it by the knuckles, and you stand the shell up on its end. And you take the, the cleaver and chop down into uh, the shell as it's standing up. And then just give the little the knife a twist, and the shell cracks. And it you know, separates, and you get two nice even pieces. It makes cracking shells fun, actually, this little technique. <laughs> nice. It actually, yeah, and it's clean. You know, well, I mean, once you break, if you break the shell, then all the juice runs out on your counter, but you yeah, get right. no splatter that way. Yeah. Yeah, so, it, uh, yeah, I tore those fuckers all up. It definitely it sounds better than the uh, the sledgeomatic method. Yeah, the sledgeomatic fist thing, yeah, because sometimes, you know, it, it doesn't break. You know, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it hurts your, it hurts bad, so. All right, so we get left here. We get, uh, we get a core lobster. quarter segment. Um, mm-hmm. Do we want to do my oh, yeah. best of the web first, and then we'll close with your court reporter? Sure, Dars. All right. It's about so, time you did some more talking. Yeah, so here's my, uh, my best of the web this week. Uh, my first thing is a YouTube video, and I'll have to apologize for last week. I will not be opening this YouTube video while we're recording the show. <laughs> Live and learn, D. Live and learn. Uh, because, well, I had no idea, because the, the video was running. The, the Skype conversation sounded fine, but the software that we used to record the Skype call um, totally choked. And uh, so <laughs> I had to lose the last 10 minutes. Um, so I'll just describe this video a little bit. Links in the show notes. Uh, it's There's a bus driver named Mokhtar in Copenhagen. It's okay. his birthday. And his employers organized a huge uh, flash mob to come and help him celebrate his birthday. So he's, he's, he's driving the bus. And uh, a guy gets on. I'm just going to describe a bit of Go watch the video. It's great. So it starts with a guy just getting on uh, in a tuxedo with a, 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 a trumpet. And he starts playing the their version of Happy Birthday. Happy Birthday. Okay. And he's like, oh, he's, he's looking a little crazy. And then people start to sing and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, it's, it, it's an advertisement for the, the bus company. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a viral video, obviously, for this this bus company, uh, but very clever. And but it's this guy <laughs> looks. Uh, I don't think he's an actor. He looks like he's seriously touched by it. It's very, oh. it's very cute. Um, I, the second thing I have for this week is the twenty worst drinks in America for two thousand and ten. This is from Men's Health magazine, and uh, a great idea. Um, it's just kind of fun. I mean, it's twenty worst drinks. I'm not sure they're actually twenty <laughs> worst drinks, but. They take 20 drinks and they take a picture of the drink and then in the same shot, they put a sugar equivalent 
for that drink. Because oh. normally when you're drinking stuff, like drinks, you don't really associate with being really Sugars. heavy or fatty, right? Like you don't think they're right. like super high calorie, right? Like because they're a That's drink. Right. Like no one really, you know, you think about, yeah, I'm going to eat this piece of pizza or uh, the bucket of chicken or whatever. Like that, you can sort of say, okay, yeah, I can feel that weight, you know? Like, But drinks, uh, for most people, I don't think, at least for me, it didn't. it's not something that really registers as something that's, you know, can be really high calorie. So what they did was... I've never even considered it. Right. So they take these, these drinks and beside them they put a picture of food that's the same sugar uh, content. How many more third world countries can we feed? <laughs> so it's... it's <laughs> It's here's an example. Uh, I'm afraid. Uh, so, Sobe green tea, right? So green tea, it's a Pepsi product. They don't put Pepsi in the label, but because it's, they're trying to look like they're like kind of like a health drink, healthy. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it's a bottle of green tea. They have all these different flavors like of, of green tea, but beside it are four slices of Sara Lee cherry pie, <laughs> which is the same. It's got 240 calories in this bottle of green tea. It's supposed to be like a health drink, you think, green tea. Yeah, tea. It's 240 tea. calories. That's whacked. <laughs> that is totally outrageous. So there's there's 19 more of those, and they're all – it's great. It's a it's a really nice uh, photo essay. I like it. Do they have a – do they show a can of beer? Uh, there is one beer that's like a super high-calorie beer, and so they take the one bottle of beer, and they put a dozen of like – there's like a, I think oh. a Michelob or – there's a – there's a U.S. beer that's like really low calorie. Mm-hmm. So there's a dozen of those behind this one <laughs> bottle. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. So <laughs> I, I knew I didn't want to, that. Wasn't the I didn't want to know the answer to that question. Yeah, I should have left the beer alone. <laughs> but uh, some are crazy. Like you, know, there's like you have this little milkshake, and then there's like a big mountain of cookies next to it. <laughs> you can have this or this. It's the same thing. Uh, it's my poundage, my extra poundage, though. <laughs> right. Wow. All right, here's uh, my last thing. Uh, this week, Pac-Man turned 30. Oh, happy birthday, Pac-Man. <laughs> Do you know? Pac-Man people, not packed man Get it? Pac-Man. I'm sorry. That's no, terrible. I get it. I, that is terrible. Oh, that's good then. Um, so on, <laughs> on Pac-Man's birthday, if you went to Google, you could play Pac-Man on their logo. Oh, uh, and you asked me about that. Yeah. I didn't know what you were talking about. You can still play it. Um, if you go to google.com slash Pac-Man, the link will be in the show notes, uh, you can still play. And That's so, so it's, it's great. It's at the Google logo, and then around it's the maze, and you can uh, actually play Pac-Man. <laughs> That's cool. I, I read something today that something like uh, three billion man hours or something was lost on Pac-Man's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone's celebrating. Who doesn't want to party with the Pac-Man? Some people, uh, yeah. Not working and just playing Pac-Man. Oh, that's funny. That's hysterical. Hey, better that's, that that's than solitaire. My, yeah, those are my best of the web. That's cool. That's very, very nice. I mean, it's going to be hard for you to go up from there. That was good squishy. Thank you. Um, yeah. Before your court report of things, one thing I wanted to bring up with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I chat using uh, MSN. What's it called? What's it? Windows Live Messenger now. Windows Live Messenger, yeah. yeah. So we chat all the time. But yeah, oftentimes, oftentimes, you get very upset with me because I'll disappear because I'm not sitting in front of my computer all the time. Right. And I don't always alert you that I'm, I've left. That's right. And, and for me, it's not a thing because I have a different um, set of expectations about MSN or this Windows very Live Messenger. Unpleasant. Chat. Let me just call it chat. Chat. It's different. 
It's not it's like very unpleasant. I would, I would definitely feel like an asshole if we were like on Skype or even on a, on a, a landline phone call, mm-hmm. and just randomly would put the phone down and walk away. Mm-hmm. There, I could see I'm in the wrong. But for this, this is kind of like um, it's almost like email for me. So it for me, it's like I I don't. There's no expectation of a quick response. What, for okay. you, when I don't respond quickly, you'll like give me the nudge, you know, make my screen shake. That's uh, right. Or you'll you'll type in capital letters. Sigh. Sigh. That's <laughs> with exclamation marks. And yes. <laughs> you get upset. And I mean, there's times I even logged off. I turned the whole thing. I turned the damn thing off. <laughs> you, 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 like, yes. Yeah, you essentially hang up on me. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> I mean, because we're when chatting I, there. You're typing a line and then I'm typing a line. You type a line, I answer back. You know, so we are sort of chatting live. You know, in messaging, chatting in real time, and all of a sudden there's nothing. I'm thinking, well, well I asked well, the question. that's the thing. For me, I don't feel like it's real time. Because if I needed to have a real time conversation with you, I'd do it over Skype or I would call you. Well, you can do that. I don't mind. And then no. you can say, I got to go. But see, this is what it's like for me. This is like we're on the phone chatting, and you've got a double line, and someone calls you, and you say, just a minute, I got to call on the other line, and you don't come back. That's what it's like for me. <laughs> but except I don't actually tell you that I've got another call on the other line. I just leave. That's right. There's just nothing, and I'm there waiting. Okay. He asked right, me so a here's question. a question. I'm here's answering a question. it. Everyone <laughs> listening, everyone listening uh, chime in uh, over on the Facebook page. So what do you etiquette. expect? What do you expect from chat? Do you, do you think that it needs to be like – because for me, there's no connection. Like, there's no like, you know, off hook, on hook kind of like, uh, like phone call. Right. It's it's just an open. It's just it's, it's like email for me, except it's just something that you're more used to using. Because um, you're you're shit at email. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you <laughs> that very much. Learned last week. Sorry, Hal. <laughs> <laughs> so I I use Windows Live Messenger because. You tend to be more responsive to that. But I'm yeah, not expecting you to be, you know, really right there. Well, we shall test that there. I'll just stop chatting. I won't tell you when. I'll just stop talking after you ask me a question, and I'll see how you like it. Well, if I really need the answer, I'll call you. That's all. Well, fine then. And I would actually prefer you if you called me. But I would like, to, I'd my like hands to hear what everyone else shape. thinks. Does everyone else think of, of chat like a phone call? Because I know, like, when I do chat with certain people, I do – deal with that way. I don't chat with them that often and it's not our usual way of conversation. So I will sort of treat it like a, you know, CB radio, like 10, four good buddy, you know, over and out. <laughs> like we have to make sure that there's, you know, it's, it's, there's cutoff. Um, but with you and I, we'll have conversations where, you know, I'll, you know, I'll continue with a conversation after you've gone to bed or, or vice versa. And we pick it up again in the morning. That's right. Right. And so in that way, there's, it it can be disconnected and it's fine, but there's some points where you get upset where well yeah I'm well you say good night you say good night so I have an expectation okay Darcy's sometimes not going to be chatting it. anymore he's going to bed yeah sometimes but yeah. I don't feel it's necessary to necessarily to to I don't know yeah to to look you can't even finish that sentence yeah I was like if someone's talking to you and they just left it, a sentence hanging like that <laughs> see you're expecting more so the, here I am on the other line <laughs> expecting more see. <laughs> Hello? Oh, you wise ass. <laughs> yeah. Right. See what I do with people. <laughs> All right, we've got a couple minutes left. Let's you have a you, you have a court reporter segment? Yeah, I have a short court reporter. All right, I'm good. I'm glad it's short because we got much it's time. It's very short. All it's right, ridiculously so. short. Well, let's <laughs> further. And ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous. That's great. Here's this. <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> yes, this court reporter comes from the courtroom of Judge Marilyn Miliana of the People's Court. And as Darcy keeps reminding us, it's not real, it's television. But yes, it is real. This stuff is on Fox, so you know it's real. <laughs> okay. Yes, so here we are. This joker is in, cl- in court being sued by a woman. Why? Because the woman is suing the guy, this young 16-year-old boy who's in court with his father, uh, for damages to her car. Why? Because... He was cold, and he wanted to get home, so he decides to hijack her or carjack her car. He pushes her down, gets in her car, and drives off. The car is reported stolen. The police pick up this joker, and they chase him down. He crashes the car, gets his ass thrown in jail. He crashes the the car, and she's suing him for the damages to his car. She wins her case for the damages, you know. But the boy doesn't understand that he... You know, is responsible. He still doesn't think uh, he should be. Uh, he should. Uh, he should have to pay for the damage to her car. Why? He said because it wasn't his car, and he was just trying to get home. <laughs> he oh, crashed, man. stole someone else's, hijacked, carjacked someone's car, and smashed it up, and doesn't think he's responsible for the damage. And that's how the court it ended that way. But the lady won. Uh, she won for. Uh, she won her case. But yeah, it was. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. So I told you it was ridiculous. He's, he, he carjacked her. That's right. The boy, the 16-year-old, and he pushed the woman down, knocked her down but, to get into her car to steal it, to carjack it, because he was cold and he wanted to get home. I mean, but people's court handle civil cases, and this is a civil aspect of this case. They're talking That's about right, the damage, the damage the to the car. But why isn't he in jail? Jail. I don't know. That's a good question. He was a 16-year-old, so, you know, or in reform school. Young offenders, I guess, but geez. He carjacked a woman. Yeah, I mean, he assaulted her to do it. (laughs) He pushed her down, you know, to get her away from the car and sped off in it and crashed it. All right, that's something we don't know. This is something we don't know here. Well, we don't know why his ass isn't in jail, but... uh, yeah, it's a good it's a good question. He assaulted her, stole her car, crashed it, and doesn't think he needs to pay for the damage to it. But the judge told him, "Yes, you do." But when they were out in the courtroom uh, in the hallway after the session, uh, you know, he still doesn't understand why. And his father said nothing. Right. You know, his father's totally in shock. You know, because the boy's sixteen, he couldn't go to court all by himself. You know. Well, like the uh, series finale of Lost and Twenty Four, I guess we'll never know the true story. That's how I feel about the ending of 24. I really can't believe you brought that up. Now I'm upset. No, no. Because no, it just no, didn't no, end. No spoilers, no spoilers. No, There's it's just not just over. Some people just have it on their PVR, maybe haven't watched it yet. All right, uh, I won't but... say anything. We need a couple more days, though. <laughs> <laughs> a few more hours would do us. <laughs> That's all I'll say. All right. But, well, uh, yeah, it was stressful. You should say, in addition, uh, goodbye. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, in the sweltering heat here in Montreal, blow my ceiling fan. This is Russell saying good night and thanks for listening. <laughs> There's 30 minutes you'll never get back. Music from Medio's Music Alley, music.medio.com. The song is titled WW from Green Room's album, Connect, available at cdbaby.com. Links are in the show notes at our site, rudyradio.com. Also on our site, you'll find our Facebook page and iTunes, where we'd love you to leave us your feedback. Please tell us you love us. 
because we love you and we thank you for listening to Rudy Radio.